Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get on over to smitty1.com and click on the underdog fantasy banner. Deposit a minimum of 10 bucks and I'll give you a free phone call. We'll talk draft, trade, whatever you want. Go to smitty1.com, click on the underdog fantasy banner and make sure promo code Smitty's entered. Let's go. Oh, Kurt. You know who you are. Mark Cleveland, the Silver Brothers, Austin, Double A, Terry Roberts, please report to the front stage. D2W Stu, your presence is required at the front stage. Unburger, I see you. Tony Turley, we see you lurking over there. Nolan Mendoza, If you want your name mentioned in this song, all you gotta do is drop a $14.99 super chat so Smitty can identify you and drop you in. Get your name in the intro song of every Tuesday, Thursday show. It's a blue button. Run it back, Ma. show my name is smitty and you're watching it's baked in boys you're watching the fantasy football show live we're here every tuesday and thursday eventually to be monday through friday i don't know when it's up to you it's up to you 
fine folks and how much you spread the word. Real, RGB, Silver. What's up, Silver? Silver, you need to come around more often, bro. We see you about one every five episodes. Take a lap for that. Master Yoda, Bender, Bender, Crazy World, Tariq's in the house. What's up, Tariq? Tariq in the house. Shane, Ethan, Gabe, Master Yoda, Dirty Dollar Bill, all of you here. Let's get to the show. We've got news and notes. we got an Aaron Rodgers sighting, baby. And, of course, we're going over some ADP rankings and then fantasy football court. Let me punch the intro and get to it. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show, people. I'm excited to be here as always. Terry Roberts in the house. DG3. What is going on, Terry? What is going on, DG? What's up, Todd? Big Dog? Alpha? And Crazy World Devontae is safe. The world is normal. The world is back to normal. Guess what? We have an A-Rod sighting in the parking lot. Look at that young man. Look at that strut. Look at that little strut. He looks like a young 18-year-old college kid reporting for duty on the campus uh, known as the Green Bay Packers College. This man's walking in like a young man. Looks groomed. For I don't know. I mean, it's really, it's really far away. He looks groomed. Let's zoom in as best we can. We're doing some investigative work here. He looks groomed. He looks like he's got a little bit of... Is that a mullet? Or is that his backpack? He looks ready and sharp. I mean... I don't know about you guys. This this is courtesy of Matthew Berry retweeting a Fantasy Life uh, tweet, by the way. He looks good. He looks, this looks like a starting quarterback in the, this looks like an NFL MVP if I've ever seen one strutting in. Aaron Rodgers is safe. Devontae Adams is safe. Aaron Jones is safe. Robert Bobby Boy Tunyon, 11 TD beast that he is and that he was in 2020 and should be in 2021. They're all safe. But this isn't news. We knew this. We talked about it for a while. What's so funny, and I want to, I'm going to do a little lesson here. We're going to school. We're going to school. It's time to go to school. Welcome to class, children. Welcome to my little uh, session here. Uh, Today we're learning about risk and the fact that risk can be on both sides of the equation. Number one, if there's risk involved in a situation like A-Rod could retire Sports books are closing down the betting lines for the Green Bay Packers. I hope you never trust the source that said that A-Rod was going to retire. And that's the reason that the, the sports book closed. But when you have reports like that, driving people away from Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Robert Bobby Boy Tunyon, A.J. Dillon, all, the whole lot of them, you have just as much risk, if not more, avoiding the situation based on that news and what you're doing for that owner that gets Devontae Adams at pick 15 overall 
because everybody thinks they're avoiding risk when they're really taking on the risk by letting someone else come in and scoop up Devontae Adams at 15 overall in your draft. That is the definition of risk. You are actually on the wrong side of risk when you buy into something like this. When you buy into Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. The writing was on the wall from day one. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. I'm trying to let you know that just because you step back from a situation does not mean you're avoiding risk. You're actually risking more by buying into a very unlikely tale that's going to have you avoiding a guy like A-Rod, a guy like Adams, and letting some other person like Bob from accounting in your draft step in and go, I don't even know what's going on. Devontae Adams looks good to me. He snipes him, picks him up, snags him from pick 15 overall, and Bob from accounting is now going to win your league. That's the definition of risk. Make sure you're smart on both sides of risk. It is crazy. Back to the news in general. Thank you for joining me. It's time to go to school. Now it's back to the news. A-Rod's back. The world is back in in, in normal rotation. We're back. The, the solar system is all aligned. A-Rod is going to be fueled. A-Rod is going to be... There's going to be so much fire in this man's belly. Look at him. That looks like a man with fire in his belly. Strutting in. He loves life. Everybody complains about him. Everybody speaks for him. Everybody calls him a diva and tells you what they think he's saying while he's not saying anything. The man's quiet. The man is not saying a word to anybody. And everyone and their mother decides to speak for him. This is what A-Rod's saying. This is what A-Rod's doing. No one knows what A-Rod's doing. A-Rod's such a diva. He sits there quietly, and I believe this is what he's thinking. That is how everyone is report. I'm getting fed up with it. I'm becoming an A-Rod cheerleader because I'm so tired of everybody speaking for the man and everybody acting like he's out of line. Or that he was childish because he put a, a fun, cryptic tweet up or a, a, a Instagram post up with Devonte Adams. That this is exactly what we want to see. Stop joking yourself into thinking you don't love everything about Aaron Rodgers. He's phenomenal. And let me say this: A Rod's going to drop fire in 2021. It doesn't mean I rank him as my top three quarterbacks. It doesn't mean I don't have big boy Herbs ahead of him because I do. But A-Rod's going to drop fire in 2021. If you deploy a late QB strategy, he makes a darn fine 6-7 round pick. He probably will creep up ADPs now that he's been spotted walking the parking lots in Green Bay. He's probably going to climb to round 6. You know, he could go higher. But pencil him in right after Kyler and Herbert. You could draft him over Herbert. That's not crazy. I'm predicting Herbert has... A season that's going to be to the likes of a top three or four quarterback. But that is bold. That's my bold take. Take it to the bank. Take Don't take it to the bank. Do what you want with it. But A-Rod is back. A-Rod and Russell Wilson are still two of the, the more underrated QB grabs in 2021. If you're deploying a late QB draft approach, A-Rod's back. A-Rod's back. 
A-Rod's back, A-Rod's back, baby, baby. In the news, hit the thumbs up on your way in the door, Chase Edmonds, the man everybody spells with a U, I don't know why, Edmunds, Chase Edmunds is in the news, why, why does everybody spell his name that way, Chase Edmunds, Chase Edmonds said that he bolted up and slimmed down at the same time, <laughs> what, <laughs> how does that even happen, I bolted up and slimmed down at the same time. Like, how do you bulk up and slim down at the same time? You bulk up, you slim down. <laughs> you can slim down, then bulk up. I don't know what's going on here. I don't trust this news. I don't trust I don't trust Chase Edmonds. I don't trust the Arizona Cardinals. And I don't trust this report. Because this report's saying two things at the same time. Which is confusing. Chase Edmonds is both skinny and big. <laughs> Don't trust the... I'm in Arizona. Okay? I have a little authority on this topic. Do I draft Edmonds at the right value? Sure. Sure. But he's not going to probably go at the right value. Someone's taken Chase Edmonds. Probably around a, a, a place where you can take a Javante Williams. And Javante Williams, I can confirm, has not slimmed down and bulked up. He is only bulked up. I'm going to take the guy that bulks up only. I don't like the slim down and bulk up version of Chase Evans. <laughs> it worries me. I'm I'm getting confused here. This is misinformation right here. I don't know if I like this. <laughs> oh, man. The Cardinals screwed the pooch on draft day when they should have drafted Najee Harris. Instead, they take a, a very re- big reach defensive player in Collins who... You could have got in the second round. I love the Rondell Moore pick, but we should have drafted Najee Harris. The Cardinals should have taken Najee Harris. The Cardinals love to run the ball. Even if you want to say they failed at running the ball fully last year, they ran the ball a lot inside the five-yard line. I want to say I want to say Drake was like top five in the league in, in carries inside the five. There's a stat out there. I'll try and find it. Uh, don't quote me on that, but kind of quote me on that. I'm, I'm both, like Edmonds, sure and unsure about that statistic. But <laughs> but they would have fed Najee, and Najee would have averaged five yards per carry in that Cardinal offense if they fed, fed, fed him, which would have opened up the door for Kyler Murray to have more flexibility. But now defenses are going to go, I'm not worried about Chase Edmonds. I'm not worried about James Conner. This running back stable is like a piecemeal poor man's version of 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 something like the Houston Texans have. <laughs> like we have we have Houston Texan type running backs. We're, 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 there's no one else to steal from the Texans to make our team better. So now we're stuck. Now we're stuck. Now we don't know what to do because we can't take any more players from the Texans. How do we build? I don't know. We should have drafted Najee Harris. That's why. That's how. Don't trust the Cardinal running backs in 2021. Zach Ertz reported to Eagles training camp. This is good news because we know he's, you know, he's not like, we know he's going to be ready for football and be ready, hopefully, to be traded to the Buffalo Bills. That would make this man have a, a nice little revival spike in value. 
but don't count on it. Just keep an eye on him on your in your league. And if he gets traded to Buffalo, grab him because Josh Allen will probably make him into a pretty good tight end in 2021. But man, this right here, Trey McKitty, keep an eye on this guy in, in Dynasty. I'm not saying in redraft he might have he's not gonna have consistent value if he even gets used at all in the beginning. But this is a big dude. Just signed his four-year deal. I like Jared Cook in 2021. You could even you could even do a weird kind of cuff if your if your rosters are huge. And I'm talking like you've got McKitties on your roster anyway. Um, if you don't have those kind of players on your roster, you may not even know who McKitty is. But call the McKitty, and he will come. Feed him once, he will return. So I'm hoping that Herbert feeds him a little bit. And he returns for more action and returns for more action. This big body guy could pull in touchdowns and become a very... I am the tight end whisperer. I whisper to thy tight end. And Fantasy Pros has me ranked as the number one analyst in fantasy football 2020 tight end rankings. Number one in 2020. Number one in in the entire industry in 2018. And number one across the board over the last three years. McKitty has a little bitty <laughs> of some upside stuff. So grab him. McKitty's the man. McKitty, little bitty McKitty. I like Higby too, Alpha. You want another sleeper, Higby. Higby, because Stafford loves throwing to the tight end position turned Hawkinson into the the man we call the Hawkness monster and we might see the Higby monster in 2021 especially at the value the value is great Noah Fant Tyler Higby um Logan Thomas who finished third that gets ranked like 10th round Robert Tunyon finished fourth he gets ranked about 10 11 12 round ranges Higby, he's all over the map. Noah Fant, I love. Goddard, I like him a lot, but he he's not necessarily going to go really, really late. But if he does go late, do it. Do it. McKitty, Dynasty, grab him. Big boy. Herbert could turn him. Herbert could punch this man into the throat on a regular basis. And you're going to want to maybe just keep an eye on him. Okay, Najee. Najee Harris. Steelers GM says that he would be disappointed if Najee Harris wasn't a three-down back. Who wouldn't be? This is like Captain Obvious stuff, but it's nice to hear because when you hear this stuff, it at least makes you feel like, okay, they're going to use the man. They want to use the man. There will be pressure from the front office to use the man and we, we all know he's going to be a three-down back probably right away. Granted, we didn't have an offseason last year for rookies to learn pass protection. This year we do. There's no alarms going off in terms of the running back rookie pass protection issues that we had last year. So dial him up for a big, big season. Now, his efficiency won't be what it could be had the, had the Steelers had a better offensive line situation to walk into but it doesn't mean he still won't get volume 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 even if he's averaging under five yards per carry which he could average in a good offensive situation he'll still be used 
He'll be fed. He'll be overfed. He'll be utilized in the passing game, the running attack. Even if they're down, I, I, believe, this, I believe the Steelers are going to be up and down. I think Big Ben's arm is going to be questionable all year if he even stays upright. And so if, if Big Ben goes falling, Deontay disappears because he's a force-fed um, uh, production or a force-fed result of Big Ben's um, overfeeding of one player. Everybody keeps saying that Deontay got peppered with targets. Well, what's going to happen when when Big Ben falls apart? Deontay's going to not have the production that everybody's thinking he's going to have. So Deontay, Juju, and Claypool production could go down if Big Ben gets hurt, but Najee Harris should still get fed. And yeah, he's not going to be as efficient as he could be, but he's still going to get a lot of work. And I think he's going to be 12, uh, I'd say 13, 14, maybe 14 overall worthy in hindsight. I wouldn't take Najee in round one in redraft, but I would take him in round one in dynasty because I think he's going to have a big, big you know future. But bold statement alert. Bold statement alert. Let me put this up on screen. Javante Williams will be the number one running back, number one rookie running back in 2021. Mike, where's my mic? Whatever. Mike drop. Javante Williams will be the number one rookie running back in 2021. Don't go buying Javante Williams any higher than you have to. He's going in the fifth round, sometimes six. Your grandmother doesn't know about him. Uncle Bud, who comes out scratching his belly right before the draft with his shirt off. He's got a Coors Light, and he goes, but... But I don't know. Isn't Melvin Gordon still on the roster, Smitty? Javante Williams? No, nobody. Who is that? <laughs> nobody knows about Javante Williams in that world. They they kind of they know he got drafted. They think Melvin Gordon's the guy. Javante Williams will be a steal in 2021 fantasy football redraft dynasty across the board. He should be. He should be getting drafted right behind Najee Harris based on talent and based on what the situation will eventually look like. But people are afraid. Aaron Rodgers proved that over the last couple of weeks. People are afraid of, of things that aren't really a threat. The boogie monster. We're gonna call we're gonna call this the the uh what's that monster? The the Hawkinson monster, we got that. But what's that monster? The the uh, chupacabra, the chupacabra from down down south. The the chupacabra monster. People feel like everything is the chupacabra. Whenever we feel like somebody is a risk that isn't really a risk, we're gonna call them a chupacabra. That is code word on the fantasy football show for looks like a risk, but he's not a risk. Take advantage while you can. Javante Williams is a chupacabra. He is the chupacabra of 2021. The the fake 
monster, the fake guy that, that, that everybody thinks is going to have risk and be afraid of. They're afraid of Javante Williams. Grandma is afraid of Javante Williams. Uncle Bud is afraid of Javante Williams as he scratches his belly and walks into his draft. Melvin Gordon still available? <laughs> oh, I love Javante Williams, number one. Number one rookie running back when all is said and done. Last piece of news, and then I'll go over the Deshaun Watson news. Uh, Kyle Shanahan said there's no quarterback competition that Jimmy G is the starter. First of all, Trey Lance wasn't even signed until a few minutes ago. So, of course, there was no quarterback controversy and no other quarterback until he signed. Now, I'm not trying to say that Shanahan's playing on words, but... People need to understand something. I know there are a lot of Jimmy G supporters out there, and a lot of people are going to come come from my neck on this and be like, Smitty, you're crazy. Jimmy G's the starter. He's going to be the guy. Listen to me. Listen to me. We are, are just getting into pads right now, okay? I don't want to hear that this is set in stone Jimmy G's the starter. Jimmy G's proved he's the guy still. You don't know. Jimmy G still has a ton to prove all on his own. His attitude has been on point. The guy's brought that professionalism to the table, and he needed to, and he did. So kudos to him. But Trey Lance still has something to say, and what people don't, I think, factor into this situation when they say Jimmy G's going to start. Jimmy G's going to start. Jimmy G's gonna gonna start. Uh, Prime says don't draft rookie QBs not fantasy relevant. Then what was Herbert last year, bro? Where's oh my? Where's my Herbert song? Prime, Prime, don't take this the wrong way. Everybody takes a lap here, and it's like a it's like a christening, bro. It means we we love and respect you. Just take the song in, Prime. What happened with Herbert Prime? Was Herbert irrelevant? Rookie quarterbacks can thrive. And San Fran is a special place, bro. A special place where Trey Trey Lance could become a top six to seven quarterback. Play a lot like Hertz plays. Like Hertz could be a top six to ten quarterback because of the rushing. Um, so <laughs> I don't agree with that. I appreciate you, Prime. I'm still going to make you listen to the Herbert is the Goat song as a punishment, but I still appreciate you. We're glad you're here. Herbert was a waiver pickup, but that's not relevant to what we're talking about. All right, where's my normal music? Herbert was a waiver wire. What does that have to do with anything? But Prime, I'm asking, what does that have to do anything? You just said don't draft rookie quarterbacks. They're irrelevant. I said Herbert punched everyone in the throat, and you said nobody drafted him. He's a waiver wire pickup. I feel like we're having two conversations. What does that have to do with anything? And he wasn't a waiver wire pickup to everybody. In some leagues, he, he certainly was. In some leagues, he wasn't. But my question is, how does that relate to, didn't that prove that he should have been relevant? Anyway, back on point. Prime, I still appreciate you. Your take is valid to an extent. Like, rookie quarterbacks can be up and down. 
Don't bank on rookie quarterbacks. Don't draft Trey Lance as your starter. Um, oh, Kenny, no, I didn't see your super. Hold on one second. Yeah, not everybody let Herbert go to waivers, bro. Thanks for your help last night, Smitty. I got Josh Allen at 4.9. Oh, I, I thought you said you didn't get Josh Allen in, in the message. I thought you said he got taken. You got Josh Allen and Keenan Allen. Nice work. Check out Smitty's one-on-one tech service, personalized expert advice right on your phone. That's true. Right here. HeySmitty.com. This phone right here. Personal phone right here. If you want one-on-one text advice, you go to HeySmitty.com and you can order it in three months, six months, and 12-month bundles. And you can text me whenever you've got a question. Like if Prime wants to talk about Herbert. Prime says Tyler Tyrod Taylor was going to play all year. What is that? Prime, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. You said rookie quarterbacks aren't relevant. Herbert was relevant. And then you're citing waiver wire and where he was taken and why he wasn't taken. Like, that has nothing to do with anything. Herbert was relevant. Herbert was a rookie. Rookies like Trey Lance, if starting in a San Francisco attack, will be relevant. Trevor Lawrence will be Low-end QB1 relevant eventually during the year, not right away. So to your point, Prime, there's caution that you need to have with rookie quarterbacks in some respects. Burrow was startable in to some degree in a lot of leagues where you had maybe 12, 12 to 14 teams. Burrow could have been a starter here and there. You knew it was to come. But it, yeah, it doesn't change. Like, I don't understand what you're saying, Prime. You're saying that you're saying that rookie quarterbacks aren't relevant. You said don't waste your time with rookie quarterbacks. Herbert just proved that you should, and all you're saying is what happened in your league as far as when he was drafted. Like that that's that's exactly the point. He should have been drafted. <laughs> Thank you, Prime. Prime, I still appreciate you. I still appreciate you. Okay, now we see it. Prime says Herbert was the exception. At least we're getting to the to the root of the problem here because he started this dance around Herbert was relevant. <laughs> Prime! Prime, do you want to take a lap? Sometimes I feel like people want to take a lap. It's like in their nature. They want to say something because they truly down deep. They don't know it. They want to get caught and they want to take a lap. Do you want me to, you want me to press the button, Prime? Prime, do you want it? I'll press it, Prime. Prime? Take a lap. Take a lap. Enjoy it. Take a lap. You'll never forget your first lap. There you go. Prime's a good sport. I like Prime already. Prime, are you new to the show? If so, welcome and let us know where you found us. Because we're darn glad to have you. Kenny, congratulations on getting Herbert. I am such a proponent of the early I'm sorry Herbert I said Herbert we're talking Herbert I'm such a proponent of the early Josh Adam drafting and we go over this like 10 times a week but it's okay because people continue to ask me Smitty I don't understand why you wouldn't wait on a quarterback I love I love A-Rod here. I love Wilson here. I love Kyler. 
and herbs here. Wilson and A-Rod here. I am not suggesting these aren't steals. I am not suggesting that when you get to appointing your draft in the fourth and fifth round and it doesn't feel right to go quarterback because Uncle Bud left CeeDee Lamb sitting there at the top of four. Probably not going to happen in the coming weeks if it's still not happening at all because people are finally getting on the CeeDee Lamb train. But if CeeDee's available, of course. Of course, bro. You know, if, if a player here falls that you absolutely love, like, I've seen J.K. Dobbins fall this far. There are so many people that either love him or absolutely hate him. There are other players that could fall right here that are that are better bets than going with your quarterback. But if you're sitting here and the best player available is Gaskin, okay, or a wide receiver that I'm not absolutely in love with as being a potential wide receiver one for my team, a guy that doesn't at least have the capability of being a top seven overall wide receiver then guess what guess what I don't care how good a value A-Rod is in seven or Wilson is in seven or Kyler and Herbs are in the five to six range I don't care it doesn't matter it's irrelevant because Josh Allen could be the number one overall scorer in fantasy football he is an absolute steal in round four and if you're going to take let's say A-Rob Let's say A-Rob falls here. I take Allen, you take A-Rob, and you take, uh, you know, let's say you take Hertz in eight, and I find Jerry Judy sitting around because people are sleeping at the wheel, or I get a Michael Carter. My Josh Allen and Judy, Josh Allen and Carter can rival, at least rival, if not beat nine times out of 10, your A-Rob and your quarterback that you take. It's all apples to apples. I say it all the time. I know you guys, some of you get maybe tired of even hearing it, but I get asked the question over and over and over and over. And then you get people like Noah who come in late to the show that completely miss my my talking of Trey Lance. And no, Noah, you're not right. It is July 27th. Everybody acting like they know Jimmy G starting already. What's going to happen? I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. I don't wish injury upon anybody. If Jimmy G, which is half of what I'm saying here, doesn't play, doesn't start week one because he gets banged up. Because the man is so injury prone. You know what Noah's going to say? Well, you got... Hold on. Well, you got lucky because uh, Jimmy G got hurt and uh, that was something that you couldn't have predicted. Okay. Mike Thomas. Cam Akers. Bueller, Bueller, Mike Thomas, Cam Akers, big avoids. I mean, I, I liked MT to an extent, but we knew, we talked about it over and over on the show. No one knew what was going on with Mike Thomas. And and even I had people DMing me left and right when the when the news broke like two or three weeks ago. Not the negative news, the supposedly positive news. Mike Thomas already had his surgery. I cannot tell you how many people came out of the woodwork and said, Smitty, you've been down on Mike Thomas all year. I can't believe you. Shame on you. Are you ready to rise Mike Thomas in your ranking, Smitty? Put him in the second round already. Stop calling him a 3.8 risk, but maybe worthy in, in defense. 
a worthy risk at the time with the information we kind of knew. But, but the fact that we didn't know everything, the fact that everybody heard Mike Thomas had surgery and jumped to the conclusion that Mike Thomas's ankle, which if you draw his foot here, here's the toe. Here's Mike Thomas's foot. Okay? It's a little awkward looking. It got damaged. Don't judge it. Deltoid ligament, other ligaments, damaged literally three to five. We don't even know. We can't even get clarification. But he did damage this deltoid ligament, which is responsible for keeping the two bones in the leg from separating. This deltoid. Report surfaced. Hey, Mike Thomas had surgery. He's going to be fine. He's going to be a top four wide receiver, Smitty. Top four wide receiver. You're going to see about it. Okay, he had surgery, Bill. Bill275 from Instagram. He had surgery. What do you have surgery on, Bill? I don't know. I just read he had surgery, Smitty. Okay, well, did he have surgery on the deltoid? Did... Maybe they fixed this ligament. <laughs> like, you don't know. You just heard he had surgery, Bill. And you're all excited. And Bill started going off. This is what, this is right here. Jimmy G. Kyle Shanahan. Breaking news. Kyle Shanahan has said that he is, uh, there's no competition at quarterback. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo is the team starter. Um, this is the same man that just drafted his replacement. And Trey Lance drafted number three overall is the future of the team. <laughs> but there's no competition. No, nothing to see here. We only drafted number three overall, a guy that when Trey, when, when Shanahan went to go see Trey, uh, Trey Lance play, he actually was drawing up plays on the plane ride home. He was so excited to use this on-the-ground weapon with a cannon of, of an arm that could get the football to... Ayuk, the way Ayuk needs to be received. Yeah, no competition. It's clear as day. We're at July 27, and Shanahan backed his quarterback. The guy, the same guy he's already replaced. And everyone's so quick to say, oh, it's going to be Jimmy G in week one. It's, it's July 27. We haven't even seen him in pads, and he's the starter for sure. Trey Lance won't be special enough. To replace Jimmy G. Jimmy G won't get hurt. <laughs> Even if I'm wrong on this, I'm I'm making a bold prediction that Jimmy G doesn't start week one. No one, everybody here will be here to say, the haters of this comment will be here to say, well, he got hurt, so that doesn't count, Smitty. <laughs> when it's half of my argument. It's half of my argument. Same thing with Akers. Like, I don't wish injury, injury upon anybody. I'm rooting for Akers to bounce back. Um, the bad news is Akers probably won't. There are very few running backs that have ever returned to elite form after an Achilles tear. Now, granted, we haven't seen as many Achilles tears from younger running backs that have yet to get going. But I don't believe that Akers will ever retain the value that he had, perception-wise. It wasn't the value I felt he had. But in perception, a world of perception... He had top 12 overall value. We will probably never see Akers return. If you own Akers, you might want to trade him away 
in in Dynasty and get something for it. I've had people get Javante Williams for Acres, and I'm like, you hit a home run. Javante Williams would have outscored Acres anyway. And you can argue with me all you want on that. Shanahan, July 27 has uh, apparently set the world on fire that Trey Lance won't be starting week one. Maybe Trey won't. Maybe Trey starts week four. Maybe Trey starts week five. But Trey Lance, the Niners will win more games with Trey Lance under center in week one. Given that offensive support, it's like holding his hand. And he's got the ability to run the football. And he's a great decision maker running the football because he picks up and runs when it's appropriate. And if you want evidence of that, I don't care about easy schedule or easy teams that he played. He had a 28-0 and interception touchdown ratio, which tells me that he knows when to pick up and run. He's making good decisions. The man is a double-digit touchdown threat on the ground as a rookie if he starts even 14 games. He will have potentially, a, a, if you prorated and extrapolated it out, a what would be a 500 to 600 yard rushing season. He will score massive amounts of points. He is a Cam Newton on the ground, but a Jalen Hurts through the air. And some of you might not like, like Jalen Hurts, so you might be like, okay, well, that sucks. Wait and see what Jalen Hurts is about to do in 2021. Jalen Hurts is going to be good as well. Um, let's see. What's up? Clock is ticking on Noah was wrong post this one. <laughs> Smitty, you're such a Jimmy hater. I'm not a Jimmy hater. This is reality, bro. Jimmy got replaced already. Why is everybody so quick to assume that if Trey Lance doesn't look, if Trey Lance looks even closely, like if he's close to Jimmy G, they're going to put him in there. They're going to move on. They're going to move on with what they want to, to deploy in this offense. The offense is very different if it's led by Jimmy G and if it's led by Trey Lance. It's a whole different level. People need to take note of the high incentives. Shanahan is capable of the offensive side. Adding a running, running QB means they can create more plays. That's kind of what I'm saying. So what I'm trying to tell people is that when you put Trey Lance back there and you have more time to prepare... So, like, let's say they decide, okay, we need to start, we need to make this call now. They're either going to make the call uh, to give first team reps to both of them and get them both wet, feet wet, so that you can throw both of them, either one of them out there in week one. They'll probably, I think, do that and toy around with giving Trey Lance week one reps um, to get his feet wet. But it, it's, it's one of those things where the offense will have, the offense with Trey Lance will be this thick, the offense with Jimmy G will be this thick. And if you want to deploy it in week five, you can, but you're going to have limitations because Trey Lance won't, the whole offense won't be ready to deploy the entire playbook and learn how to play this football that's going to be dominant in 2021, led by Trey Lance. It's going to be different football. It's going to be a different set of plays. It's going to be alterations to the plays. There's a lot of ability to be flexible and, and run the football now up the gut with Trey Lance. Trey Lance is going to be another avenue for TD production and first down production. And it's going to be it's going to be what the Niners have struggled with so much. I'm sorry, Mark. I see your super chat now. Uh, Mark said, uh, it's baked in, boys. Trey Lance is better than porn star Jimmy, says Mark Cleveland. And let me find the baked in, boys. Uh, it didn't record. Baked in, boys. <laughs> 
It didn't record. boy, Mark Cleveland. I appreciate your super chat, Mark. And I appreciate your super chat, uh, Kenny. Thank you again for this one. Thank you all. Okay, guys, that is the news. Deshaun Watson is the last piece of news that we need to talk about. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, let me put that on the screen. What is going on with Deshaun Watson? So let me let me let me stress a couple things. Let me sit back. Deshaun Watson is still got a long road ahead of him. I know a lot of people are excited that he reported or that he showed up, but the NFL might be very very quick. This is speculation on my part. Okay, this is where I'm 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 speculating, but I'm speculating on the safer side of of the risk, okay? There is a good shot, not a lock, but a good shot that the NFL is pressured to put him on the exempt list. Everyone keeps saying, I get so many DMs from people on Instagram, I can't even check them all, like obviously. But when I see them, it's Smitty, I told you, Shot Watson, he's showing up, I told you he would avoid the commissioner exempt list. What world do you live in? Where you think that just because he's avoided the commissioner exemplist so far, that he can't hit the commissioner exemplist still. Okay? He can still hit the commissioner exemplist. He's not immune from the exemplist because he hasn't been on it yet. The NFL made a strategic decision to not ruin the man's life before he's been convicted. Okay? So the NFL, I give them I give them props for not jumping the gun on the commissioner exemplist, but his sponsors dropped him. Nike, other sponsors dropped him, and they didn't want to be associated with this whole mess. The NFL probably had a little bit of pressure. Hey, are you going to put him on the exemplist? Maybe they waited. Sponsors waited. People didn't freak out because there wasn't football yet. Okay, so the NFL probably just said, let's not do anything because we don't really know what's going to happen with this. We don't. We want to. We want to protect Deshaun Watson during his proving his innocence before proving before uh, uh, condemned guilty. Okay, so there is. I, I do have. I do have a perspective on that. I also have a perspective for potential victims. There. There's two sides to argue. I'm not arguing right or wrong of the league's stance, other than I thought it was appropriate to maybe hold off and see what happens with this case. There is a criminal case still pending that's being looked at that I believe is kind of like you could you could say it's on hold because the criminal case is very dependent on the civil case. Okay? So what happens in civil will be will determine what happens in criminal because it's going to they're going to feed each other. So if the civil side ends up settling, if all 20 or so cases end up settling, then the criminal side goes away because it has no legs to stand on. The, the the evidence for the criminal side lies in the civil claims. And if they settle, they will probably, all 20 of them, have some verbiage in the settlement that says Deshaun Watson did nothing wrong. And I'm putting that in an affidavit. Then the criminal side says, what case? Case closed. They're waiting. Everything's relying upon that. At some point, the criminal side could potentially move forward and not wait because it can't just wait forever. And the NFL will take action if things aren't resolved because they have to. Sponsors that were not comfortable 
partnering with Deshaun Watson might put pressure on the NFL to say, hey, you must do something. I'm not saying he's a lock for the commissioner exemplist. I'm not saying it's for sure going to happen. I'm just saying everybody's getting excited telling me that he avoided the commissioner exemplist, told you he would never go on the exemplist, as if there's a deadline with it. Roger Goodell could do whatever he wants. He could say commissioner exemplist right the second, and they put him on there. It's like a a purgatory, uh, uh, an indefinite waiting period where the NFL could say, let's put this problem here. We don't have to address it. We don't have to give a time frame. We can just merely make this go away for right now without any time frame whatsoever. No rules. We just put them on the exemplist. We can wait it out as long as we want. It's like a little little mini jail. And, you know, while you're awaiting what's going to happen. And that's what could potentially happen for Watson. Now, is there a small chance for this, small chance for that? Absolutely. Are teams still looking to acquire him? Maybe. Or is that Houston finally saying, look, we've been stubborn long enough, even saying we won't trade him in the thick of all this madness and drama. Now they're like, you know what? I wonder if we could get anything. What team's going to trade for Deshaun Watson and give up multiple first rounders for this type of situation that could go very, very badly? No team. That's also bad reporting. People out there going, oh, this, you know, I don't mind when people report on it because like I report on that stuff too. But in my commentary, my Smitty take, I say, this is, don't listen to this report. It's out there. The news is out there. So I want to make sure I address it because you guys are seeing it out there, but I'm going to shoot it down. And so there have been reports where people have talked about it, then they've been cautious with analyzing it. I appreciate those. And I like those reports. What I don't like is when people take a report like the Texans are potentially going to listen to trade offers. And then people report on it saying people report on it, saying that teams are going to um, go ahead and acquire Deshaun Watson now, like a trade's imminent. A trade's going to probably happen. Now he's going here. Now he's going there. Everybody says this and that from one piece of news, and they don't look at the facts or what's going on around it. Mark Cleveland with a super chat. Let's see what you got, Mark. Trade 2.3 for 2.7 and 5.3. This is a great question. Let's take it to the ADP which is going to be the next segment of the show. And we're going to go to the ADP board. All right. So ADP rankings. Let me put this here. Let me put this here. Let me put that here. ADP rankings is where we're at in the show. Okay. So guys, go to underdog fantasy the link that you want to use, though, is smitty1.com. If you go to smitty1.com right now, you will see a uh, banner. And said banner will allow you to click on a, a banner that will be linked to my promo code. It will it'll automatically enter promo code smitty for you. Go to smitty1.com. The banner will pop up. Click it. Deposit a minimum of $10.00. And you will receive a $25 cash bonus by Underdog if you have a new account. And if you have a new account, you got to be new to Underdog. I will give you a free phone call. Just screenshot that you did this. You made a minimum of a $10 deposit. Screenshot it. DM it to me. Email it to me. uh, Fax it to me. 
walk it over to my door and, and staple it to my front door, whatever you want, and I'll give you a free phone call. We can talk about your draft. We can strategically plan a trade. All you got to do is go to smitty1.com, which is right here, and click on the banner that it will pop up right away. Minimum deposit 10 bucks, and we're on our way. Screenshot me that proof. This right here is the underdog ADP, which is, I think, going to be the official ADP of the Fantasy Football Show for the remainder of 2021. Be- why? Why, you ask? Because these people are putting their money down. They're putting some skin in the game, playing a contest, and so the ADP is going to be accurate. The ADP is going to be legit. It's not going to be some some Bob from accounting drafting weird players at weird spots. This will be very, very accurate. Um, it's best ball ADP, but it's still very, very applicable. So we're going to take a look at this for Mark Clay. If you've got a super, if you have a super chat, send a super chat my way with a trade or ADP comparison, and I'll tell you whether you should make the trade or who you should draft. Who should I draft at 5.4? Who should I draft at 2.2? Super chat the question. I'll pop it up and we'll analyze it. And make sure you get on over to smitty1.com and click on this under... You'll see this banner right up here that I put up there. Fantasy Underdog. uh, Underdog Fantasy. $25 cash bonus for a first-time deposit and a free phone call from me. Okay, so here's the ADP. McCaffrey, Cook, Henry, Kamara, Elliott, Kelsey, Barkley, Hill, Taylor, Diggs, Eckler, Chubb, Adams, Hopkins looks very, very, very accurate because there is skin in the game with every one of these players. And Ridley, Gibson, Aaron Jones, Mixon, Metcalf, Darren Waller, Najee Harris, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, Kittle, Keenan Allen, C.D. Lamb, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson, Mari Cooper, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins sticks out like a sore freaking thumb. 3.34.5 ADP. Mahomes sticking out like a sore thumb there. That's late. I like the value. You know what I like better though? Passing on Mahomes over and over and over in 2021, which I know sounds crazy given how much I love him. But look at that. Josh Allen. Joshy boy Allen at 50. Let me put him at the top of the screen. Josh Allen is the first name that you see now that I've scrolled up. Josh Allen. 51.4 win a league territory. I don't care that the QB pulls deep. That's that value is insane. But here's the problem, Mark. Your 5.3 is right at Lamar Jackson. Your 5.3 is right where Mike Davis is. Kyler Murray at 56.5. I don't know if quarterbacks are going to go early. But Mike Mike Thomas is at, still at 44.5 because it's still incorporating the recent data. You know, it's kind of a mix, I'm sure, of, of the previous data and then now they'll filter it. They'll take a lot of you know, the old ADP for Mike Thomas out, but it's probably a little bit averaged in and people are still taking him because they think he can come back after four or five weeks. Um, I think it could be more like six, seven, eight. We'll see. Uh, but I think I think if you could get Kyler with that 5.3 and let's go back up to 2.7. Sorry, I'm trying to put the zoom perfectly here. Let's go back up to 2.7. So 2.7. 
That's tough, Mark. 2.7 is going to put you at about 18, 19 overall. So you're talking about Metcalf. So you're talking about getting Metcalf for 2.3, Mark, which is Adams, Hopkins, Chubb. I don't do this trade. 2.7, Mark. Oh, trade 2.3 for the 2.7. Yes, I do this trade, Mark. I do this trade in a heartbeat. I'm sorry. I thought you were giving up the other side. I do this trade in a heartbeat because you can get... I like, honestly, Mark, I like DK Metcalf more than I like Chubb. So if you see Chubb, 11.11, 13.4 Chubb. Adams, I like. I love Adams. 14.8. Why is he still there? You, you people, letting Adams slip. Oh, my God. Hopkins, 14.8. Ridley, 15.3. Gibson, I love. This is the problem, Mark. You might be giving up Gibson. So you need to make sure you get the right running back. But you could get J.K. Dobbins later. You, you'll be okay. I like D.K. Metcalf and Kyler. Or D.K. Metcalf and who was who down here at 52, 53? Galladay, um, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Mike Davis, Javante Williams. I mean, yeah. Give me D.K. and that player. Give me D.K. And Kyler all day long over just the 2.3. The 2.3 is a deceptive pick. It's not that much better than the 2.7, it, especially if you're drafting wide receiver. The 2.7 is just as capable as the 2.3 if you're drafting wide receiver. If you're drafting running back, I suppose it could be if if Clyde Edwards-Alaire fell. I'd rather have Clyde and Kyler over over just Gibson. I'd rather have Clyde and Kyler over Chubb. I'd rather have Clyde and Kyler over even JT. I'd rather have Clyde and Kyler, Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Kyler Murray over Tyreek Hill. I'd rather have Clyde and Kyler Murray over even Barkley. So, Mark, trade that 2.3 away. Say goodbye to it. Say hello to DK Metcalf or Ridley or Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Kyler Murray. And... Who knows, bro? Mark, you may end up getting Josh Allen somehow at 5.3. People are very weird about quarterback drafting. I take it. I take the 2.7 and 5.3. Easy call. Easy call. Easy call. Okay. Let's take a look at this ADP. And then if I get a super chat, I will I will interrupt and go over the ADP and talk about that exact picked that pick or that question relating to the ADP. Okay. Let's go to the top. I'm going to go through this ADP and tell you what stands out in a good way. I think we'll do, we'll talk about this Thursday. I think Mondays, we're, or sorry, Tuesdays, we're going to do, Tuesday, we're going to do ADP gems. Thursdays, we're going to do ADP avoids. So I'm not going to talk about avoids here. That will be the Thursday show using the underdog ADP, which again, if you go to smitty1.com, the banner will pop immediately up. This one you see ahead above you, you have to go through the link, smitty1.com, $10 deposit. You have to make sure promo code smitty is used. That's why the link is important. If you venture there without it, you've got to enter smitty as the promo code or it won't qualify. Go to smitty1.com. Use the banner link that's right there. It pops up right when you get their $10 minimum deposit on a new account. Gets you 25 up to 
you can receive up to $25 cash bonus. And then, of course, uh, get your free call with me. Get on over to ADP. McCaffrey. We're doing gems only today. We're doing ADP avoids Thursday. Nothing, nothing gem-like in the in the early stages here. Like even Diggs, I love Diggs, but he's not a gem at ten. He's fitting at ten. He's good at ten. I love him at ten. I love him at ten. Eckler, not a gem. I think he's a, you know we'll talk about we'll talk about the voids later. I don't think he's gonna void, but I don't think he's a gem there. That's a pretty high cost. Ridley at fifteen point three could be a gem. I mean he's not gonna be a a monster gem ADP there because it's still a high pick. But when you think about the fact that that Ridley finished as the number one wide receiver for a string of time in twenty twenty. He was, he was the number one fantasy football wide receiver for a string of games. Not one game, not two games. He literally played the part as the number one overall wide receiver in fantasy football. Absolutely love the guy. And he could certainly be a gem to a degree at this, this ADP right here, which is showing at 15.3. He could be top 12 worthy. Uh... Braden says, thank you for the super chat, Braden. 10-man PPR drafting Dalvin at 1.2. I would take Kamara, but trust your gut and make sure you get Madison no matter what you do. I don't I don't I don't hate that. Um I love Cook, but he's so injury prone, you have to have Madison, bro. 1.2 at the 2.9 and 3.2. I'm having trouble deciding between running back wide receiver and wide receiver running back. Dream scenario would be Ridley and, and uh Justin Jefferson. I agree that could be really, really good. Um, don't struggle with whether you should go running back, wide receiver, or wide receiver, wide receiver. You will know if you're taking the best player available, bro. So don't at all like worry about it. Like Just go with the best player once you're there. And, and don't overthink it. So let's go up to the top. So you're gonna take you're gonna take uh, you're gonna take Dalvin Cook. I'm gonna throw him over to the right. You can see Dalvin Cook over here on the right now. Then when you're on the clock at pick, you said 3.2 and um, 2.9. So you're in a 10 team league. So that's even better. You're gonna you're definitely gonna get two amazing guys. So you're talking about two point. You're talking about about 20, about 20 overall. So you're definitely going to get a DK or a, a Ridley. So we'll put DK there. You're definitely going to be able to get a uh, probably a Clyde Edwards-Alaire or it's going to be close. You'll, you'll have the potential to get him. Jefferson's looking very likely to be available um, because you're in a 10-teamer. You know, 10-teamer does, does the trick. If you're in a 12-teamer, you're most likely going to be right on the edge of getting that player forced upon you. Like you're going to get the last left player of the ones you're probably looking at. In a 10-teamer, you're going to have your choice of two or three. So Jefferson would most likely be there. Look at this team at the top right. Cook, Metcalf, Jefferson. I don't care that you're light at running back two. You'll work it out. You'll get a Javante Williams. You'll get a Michael Carter. My guess is in a 10-teamer, you'll not only get Javante Williams, you'll probably potentially get a Mike Davis, a Javante Williams. Um, You could get you could get a plethora of players. You could platoon at that running back too, and you're going to be just fine. Not to mention, don't think for a second in a 10-teamer 
that you won't somehow find J.K. Dobbins with your fourth round pick, which will have you avoiding Josh Allen in the fourth round. I would I would pass on Josh Allen if C.D. Lamb were there, if J.K. Dobbins were there, and in a 10-teamer, bro, you might see J.K. Dobbins fall. You probably will have a decent shot at seeing C.D. Lamb fall in your 10-team league, especially if they don't know what they're talking about. Like, look at Lamb. Where's Lamb's value? Where is C.D. Lamb? Did I pass C.D. Lamb? Let me go up. He can't. He had to. Have, I had to have went over him. There's no way C.D. Lamb. There he is. Yeah, he's at 28.2. And a 10-teamer, you never know, bro. You never know, especially with if it's with Grandma and Uncle Bud, you're going to be able to pull that off. So if you don't, if you get Jefferson DK, don't be shy about going if JK's gone, if CD Lamb is gone. Don't be shy about if Mahomes were to fall, but don't be shy about taking Josh Allen. This would be a fire start. This would be my most ideal start for you that I can think of, bro, is Allen, Jefferson, Metcalf, Cook. If... JK and those those guys are got like CD Lamb are, are gone. Um, if you were to go running back, let's go ahead and go DK and let's go with uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire. And then let's say let's say we go Josh Allen. And then you could get a, a Galladay potentially later. Like don't worry if you go running back wide receiver running back you're still going to get a Galladay. You're still going to get a really good wide receiver. I've seen Evans fall in a 10-teamer to this range. This would be a fantastic start. Just don't take, if it's, my advice is not to take a mix and don't take a Swift. Don't take any of those guys. Take these home run hitters that could be potential top fives at their position. Um, and, and and Clyde, Clyde's definitely in that mix. Um, this would be fantastic too. Like, if, if if players are falling off the board in a strange way, you know, like I could see, I could see in a 10-teamer Najee falling. This would be fantastic and fire as well. The guys I would rank ahead of, of the wide receivers would be Gibson, Clyde. I'd potentially take Clyde over one of the wide receivers. So go wide receiver Clyde, wide receiver, especially go wide receiver Gibson, wide receiver Najee Harris. But I'm not opposed to going a wide receiver, wide receiver over a wide receiver, Najee Harris. Bob from accounting is Paco's new team name. a boy, Paco. Great question, though, uh, Braden. And just make sure you're going best player available, bro. Okay, so I'm going to put on the right side all of the gems that we're finding so far. The first gem that we found was this man right here, Calvin Ridley. It's not a big gem. It's a, a nice little ADP nugget, 15.3. He feels very like top 10 capable. So that's a good half of a round of, of ceiling value he could climb easily. 16.6. Honestly, this is still feels gem-like to me. I don't care what anybody says. This is a top five potential running back you're getting at 16.6. You can call it a small little victory, a small little gem, but I still absolutely love Gibson's value in that in that, that second round. Um, you may not consider DK at 20.5 gem-worthy. Like, how can this be a gem, Smitty? He's a second rounder. We're going round by round. So you're going to have these smaller victories, these smaller gems as we go through each round. Yes, Ridley's a gem in round two. Gibson's a gem in round two. DK's a gem in round two. 
Najee at 21, if he falls that far, is a gem in round two. Clyde Boy Edwards Alaire is a gem in round two. I don't care if it's round two. I don't care. Jefferson is a gem in this range. Let's go to round three. Let's go to round three. So we're talking 25 overall to 36. Okay. Jefferson just misses the cut. He's climbed into the second round and that feels about right. I don't think we're getting Jefferson in round three anymore. CD Lamb is still a gem whether he's climbing or not. Just because Lamb's climbing doesn't mean you missed out. It doesn't mean he's reached his ceiling. It's like when when uh, a cryptocurrency or something goes from uh, freaking, you know, 5,000 to 10,000. Everyone thinks, oh, it can't go up anymore. But it could go from 10 to like 50. You know, like Lamb, if Lamb feels very much like that. I don't care if he's climbed a big amount. His biggest climb may be yet to come. So Lamb in the third round, I'm not scared of that at all. J.K. Dobbins is probably the biggest gem so far, given the ability to reach way above his 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 ADP. His ceiling value could be through the roof. I absolutely love J.K. Dobbins so far. This is like the, the best gem I think that we could find thus far in terms of bang for your buck. Let me make this bigger here. Bothering me. Okay. Next up. I mean, Mahomes at 336.5. As much as I do continue to pass on him, I pass on this gem for the next gem. I think Josh Allen is is a much better value. But there weren't a ton of third-round gems, according to ADP. We had CeeDee Lamb. Allen, I suppose you could say, is a gem, but he's going in the third round. I think it's more suitable. That's like about right. So I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna put Allen there, even though I think Allen could have a top five season per start. He's of injury risk. I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna leave him off. But I think he's suitable. He's placed about right. But C.D. Lamb, this third round did not have a lot of guys in it at all. Um, you, I suppose you could say Mike Evans in a fourth round value would be a gem, but he's he's getting ranked ADP wise in at 34 overall. So not a whole bunch of them there, guys. J.K. C.D. Lamb. JK is one of the biggest values in 2021 based on what I'm seeing right here. JK Dobbins, let's look at his, his game log here. 2020, the man had 805 yards and nine TDs. People forget that this man had nine TDs in 2020. He had no fumbles, 18 receptions, 120 yards, 159.5 total fantasy points. He's position ranked 16. His ADP is 34.5. The man is a Baltimore Raven with a week eight bye and 205. Uh, what was it? Is that his weight? Or is that his projected points? <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say 1,200 yards, 1,100 yards rushing. You know, he still could get like 990 yards rushing. He's that he's that Alvin Kamara potential hybrid back that could, that could be utilized a lot more in the receiving game if they decide to do that. I don't know if they will. I could easily see him pulling in 40 balls or I could see him pulling in 25 to 30. I'm hoping it's in the thir- it's in the 40 range because if they decide to use him a lot in the in the passing game, which is something that I I believe they want to do, they just haven't been able to do. They may be incapable of doing. We'll see. This man could have a total 12 13 touchdowns and 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 like a 1400 1500 total yard uh season. I like JK Dobbins a lot. All right, let's go into the fourth round. So we're talking about uh 36 to 48. So we're going to go to the first 36th ranked player. I again think 
Uh, Mahomes is a pretty good value in that that range. Uh, This is the fourth round. So I love that. I mean, if Mahomes can fall to the fourth round. Then you have David Montgomery as a fourth rounder. I think Jamar Chase is about appropriate because he's a rookie. I do like him there. I don't love him there. I like Jamar Chase there. I like him better in the fifth round, to be completely honest, and he does sometimes fall there. Mike Thomas is way too early in the fourth round. Uh, Fourth round, he needs to go in the sixth. And uh, Kyle Pitts feels a little early there, I'm going to be honest. I think that he could earn that, but that's really, really asking a lot. And that's it. T. Higgins is too early there. I like Higgins, but he's too early there for me to to, to be a gem. So we're talking about Mahomes and David Montgomery as the only fourth-round ADP gems. Before that, J.K. Dobbins, and you know that was a very thin amount of gems as well. So we'll take out Monty and Mahomes and we'll move on. So 48 to 50, or to 60, 48 to 60. So let's go to the first 48 plus ranked player. Josh Allen sticks out like a sore thumb. Are you seeing the pattern here? Who are the two biggest ADP gems so far? Who have I said? What two players? J.K. Dobbins. Near round four in three. And Josh Allen at 51.4. These are your two ADP monsters so far. Just absolute gems, man. Mike Davis feels like uh, he could be a little early, but also kind of a gem. He's like a mixed bag here. I like him. He's a little early, but I still like him a lot. Galladay, another round later, would have been a gem. He's kind of priced right here. And I like him here. I'm not avoiding him here. He just doesn't have that gem feel. Kyler feels like a gem in this range. All the way up to 60. That's it. These are your ADP gems according to Underdog Fantasy, which you can play at smitty1.com. Click on smitty1.com. The banner pops right up. This banner you see ahead of me. And if you play just 10, 10 bucks, a minimum deposit of 10 bucks. Receive $25 in cash bonus and a free phone call from me. Just screenshot it to me. Send it to me in a DM or an email. Go play Underdog Fantasy. This ADP is fire. The platform is fire. It's Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code SMITTY. The link will will use it for you. It'll insert the promo code. Make sure SMITTY is entered. Promo code SMITTY. Look at these ADP gems. Josh Allen, Mike Davis, Kyler Murray. Okay, next round, we're going to go 60 to 72. So we'll go to the first 60 ranked player. ETN, dial him up, gem. Dak's got the potential to be a gem. I'm going to throw him in because the Cowboys are going to win the division. I don't care how much hate I'm going to get right now in the chat or later on in the comments from a from a negative Nancy that rewatches the show and goes, you're an idiot for liking the Cowboys. Cowboys suck. Just the Cowboy hate drives so much negativity and, and biased stances for the Cowboys. Cowboys are going to win the division. I don't care if they have an early exit in the playoffs. They're going to score so many points. They're going to have a 10 win or more season because 10 times they're going to score more than, than their opponent because the offense is going to be off the charts. Dak... Amari Cooper will be back, but not the number one wide receiver. He's banged up right now. It's CeeDee Lamb season. Elliott, and you have 
freaking Pollard backing him up if the Elliott experiment fails. This offense is on fire. It is lit. It's got Gallup also. If one of the wide receivers gets banged up, it's going to be absolute fire. You're bugging Giants taking the division. I think I, I think it's safe to say, Mike, that you're going to get more. Let's see who takes a lap, Mike. I want you to put Smitty, or I want you to put Giants in the chat or Cowboys in the chat if you had to pick one over the other. Let's see, Mike, if I'm bugging. Let's see. Go ahead. I'll take a lap or you take a lap. Loser takes a lap. I'm going to pop my knee real quick. Oh. Go ahead. Drop a Cowboys or Giants. I'm very, very confident, Mike, that I'm going to win this one and you'll be taking a lap. But according to you, Mike, I'm bugging. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if I'm bugging. Here we go. Cowboys. Cowboys. One Giants. One Redskins. But we're, we're, we're talking about Cowboys or Giants only. Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. Cowboys. Let me put my running shoes on real quick. I am a biased Giants fan. Order says football team, but you have to you have to vote between the Cowboys and Giants only. So far, we have one Giants vote. Uncle Bud is the goat, absolutely, Paco. What it do, Smitty? Ready for fantasy court? Absolute, absolutely, Matt. We're almost there. Okay, so we got Dacky Boy Prex Prescott. Oh my God! Look at this gem. Javante Williams. Yeah, it's time to take a lap, bro. You lost. Take a lap. Take a lap. Take a lap. Take a lap. You lost, bro. I don't think I'm bugging. I think. (laughs) I might be bugging, but I'm not bugging more than you. (laughs) Okay. Javante Williams. 63.4. I'm ready. I'm already... I'm already. Smitty, we have been messing up big time. Why? Because of CD Lamb, the ADP. Is that what you're going to say? I'm ready to anoint the biggest ADP winner without even continuing. Javante Williams. The biggest ADP winner so far is Javante Williams at 63.4. This is your win-a-league player. There is no player that I've come across already that has a better ADP based on the underdog, which is a legit ADP because people have skin in the game. They're dropping they're dropping, you know, contests on this stuff. This isn't people doing a mock draft. This is playing best ball. People are actually getting skin in the game. And Javante Williams is getting drafted at 63.4. This is your number one win a league ADP gem winner so far evaluating this ADP. This is absolutely insane right here. Uh, how about them Cowboys? Come around big time on Javante, says Mr. B. boy, Mr. B. I appreciate your honesty. Trey Sermon, Bruce, I love him. Todd, I just named my newest Dynasty startup team, Bob, from accounting. I am so giddy. boy, Paco. Oh, Kurt! Oh, Kurt! 
The same thing I saw in James Robinson last year, I see in Javante Williams this year, says Mr. B. Mr. B's coming around. Why are you so high on Javante, Smitty? Because it is the way. It is the way. (laughs) That's all I got to tell you. That's all I'm going to say. Javante Williams is the way. I'm making shirts up. I'm doing a campaign. Who here is going to buy an Uncle Bud production t-shirt that says Javante? It is the way. Who's going to buy one of those shirts? Because I'll make them tonight. I'll put a production line together. It's going to say Bob from Accounting Productions somewhere. And it's going to say Javante dot dot dot. It is the way. It's the way it is. That's the explanation. My eyeballs say so. That's it. I don't know how else to explain it. All I know is the dude has the talent. The situation's crafty. Everybody thinks Melvin Gordon's some kind of problem. The only problem Melvin Gordon is, is to himself. Okay. So Javante Williams is the number one ADP league winner so far. Uh, Jerry Judy's pretty good gem value here. I think uh, Russell Wilson's got some good gem value. Kareem Hunt's potentially got gem value. I think Trey Sermon's looking like a gem beast right here. Herbie Boy is looking fantastic. Let me make this smaller so I can fit it on screen. Trey Sermon looks fantastic. Mike Williams is going a little high there. I love Mike Williams, but he's he's getting ranked in with like Herbert and a few other guys. Uh, Herbert is a gem. Daryl Henderson looks like a gem here, but his, his, he's going a little higher than 87 in most regular drafts. Maybe not in best ball. People might be, be valuing him a, di- a little bit different. Michael Carter could be a gem. Burrow could be a gem. I like Darnell Mooney, but, you know, that's about right. That's that's a good list right there. That's a darn good list right there. Burrow, Carter, Herbert, Sermon, Hunt, Wilson, Judy, Javante, Dak, and ETN, and, of course, all the other gems that we've already listed. If you missed the show or you're just joining us, go back, and you'll see us go from round one down to the 100 overall. So, Round one, so from one to a hundred, I broke down every single ADP gem using Underdog Fantasy's amazing ADP tool, which is driven off best ball contests, which skin in the game makes it the best ADP you can find because people are actually playing on this. It's not a mock draft where Bob from accounting is punching in a bunch of dumb, dumb mock drafts. I'm going to see what it's like drafting Kelsey at 1.2. You know, or whatever Bob Bob's doing. So, go check him out. Last time I'm going to say it, free phone call from me. $10 minimum deposit. If, you, if you're willing to super chat here, why not drop a $10 minimum deposit at Underdog Fantasy by going to smitty1.com. Okay, let's get to Fantasy Football Court. It's time for Fantasy Football Court. court, court. It is time for Fantasy Football Court. Court is in session. The Honorable 
Smitty is presiding with his Coca-Cola. Load up your questions. Drop them in. We've got 30 minutes of straight court underway. Hit me with your best shot. Dobbins at 3.1, a good pick, 12-team PPR. Mike, absolutely. Context matters, though, Mike. Is Clyde Edwards-Alaire still there? Did Najee Harris fall because Grandma is in the league? Is DK Metcalf there? Is Ridley there? It depends. If you're talking about Keenan Allen versus J.K., I love JK. If you're talking about DK, I might lean DK and try and get some running back value later. I might try, is Gibby there? If Gibby's there, you take Gibby. It all depends on your league and what kind of people you're playing with, but I don't mind JK Dobbins. It's my third drafted player at all. I love him in the mid-third, though. Okay. Highest you take Mooney in a league... Uh, as a wide receiver, four or five. I don't. I don't know exactly where the ADP is going to fall, but it's definitely late. It's definitely you know when when a lot of the the starters or people that you're counting on are off the board. Aaron Rodgers, Adams, Jones, Stack. I don't like. I, I mean, I don't hate it, bro. But it depends where you're drafting all these guys, and the fact that you're taking two of them in your first two picks. I don't think it's going to work out well. Stacks work well when you've got spacing between the two players. So, Diggs in round one, Josh Allen in round four or five. Stack it! Adams and Aaron Jones? Probably not. A Rock Adams in round one or in round two if you were duped. <laughs> if you duped everybody and you got Adams in round two. Adams in round one. A Rod in seven. Stack it. I don't know about Aaron Jones though, bro. You know what I'm saying, broski? Super chat from Adam. Adam, you're the man. Smitty, do you like Eckler this season? I do it the right value. I don't like him in round one. That doesn't make me an Eckler hater. Doesn't mean I hate Eckler at all. But Eckler going in round one when I like Diggs better. I like a lot of guys better. I'm not doing it. I like Eckler at like 14, 15, 16, 17 overall. If he doesn't fall that far, so be it. I may not own Eckler in 2021. Doesn't mean I don't like him. Computer, do I like Austin Eckler? Flex option. Eckler a flex option. More like a no. Don't listen to her. Bad. He's better than that. But no, I don't like him around one. Hope that answers your question. Passed on Ridley for Lamb. Am I crazy? You're crazy in the sense that you probably could have got away with Lamb a little later. But if it's Dynasty. I don't know. I don't know that's crazy. I think it'll actually work out, but it's all about ADP and what you can get away with. If you couldn't have got away with it, you had to take Lamb, so be it. But I haven't seen anywhere where Lamb and Ridley are going in the same place, so I feel like you could almost get both, bro. But not crazy. Not crazy, no. I mean, I lo- Lamb's gonna Lamb's top five. How am I going to call you crazy? But you've got to maximize ADP where you can, and I don't know if you did, but I love Lamb, and for that, I'm in. I just don't know if I love the deal. Is Eckler top 15 pick? I just explained it. 
He's about 14, 15, 16, 17, so correct. Correct. Eckler's good there. Not a first rounder, though. There's too much risk. So that was that question right there. Lockett or Kenny G? Give me Kenny G all day long. Guy was a top 6 to 10 wide receiver by all of you. All of you, me, everyone. And one year later, everyone's throwing him to the curb when his, his situation probably improves. Jimmy G season? No. Contempt. Diggs or Devontae? Honestly, even before this news broke, it's not like, oh, I feel better. I'm going to put Adams one. I have Diggs as my number one wide receiver. Oh, God. I'm going to break this thing. Okay. I got Diggs as my... Oh, God. I got Diggs as my number one wide receiver. I got Justin Jefferson as my quietly like my number one, number two. I love both of them. I need to own both. Diggs and Justin Jefferson on every team. Josh Allen throwing it to both of them. Yes, both of them on my fantasy team and real life throwing it to Diggs because the Allen Diggs stack is my favorite stack of probably all time. Baker Mayfield is among the league's leaders in air yards downfield, says Mr. B. I still don't buy in. Like, I'm not starting him. In a 2QB league, maybe. And I still feel awkward about it because I want a little bit better options. But I don't hate him in 2QB. But I definitely don't start. He's not starting in any one. Not one of the 20 leagues I'll probably do will I start Baker as my number one quarterback. I like bigger, better options. You're not crazy, though. Jefferson isn't even top five, broski, says Noah. <laughs> no! <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh my god. Noah. Noah, you're all you're all alone, Noah. You're all alone on that one, bro. Lamb would have gone the next pick. Okay, so I'm not mad at you, but. I mean, in Dynasty, bro, if it's redraft, no. If it's Dynasty, I mean, Lamb's going to be amazing, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was talking about Odell Beckham Jr. to somebody. Okay, Mr. B. I don't know what you're talking about now, but whatever. It's all right. We're all good. Matt, 2QB, super flex. I trade Trevor Lawrence and 2024 first for Kyler Murray. Thoughts? Take Kyler. I love Trevor Lawrence. I love Trevor Lawrence. 2024 is so far down the road. I mean, bro, you might... you. That's so long from now. I I take I take Kyler. Take Kyler. He's a top five pick in a in a super flex two QB. The Browns have Chubb, Hunt, Baker. Only needs to game needs to game manage. Agreed. Crazy world. Agreed. Baker's not going to be reliable either. What? That's the consensus. Most people don't have Jefferson top five, bro. Laughing emojis. Laughing emojis. Well, let's go ahead and look at uh, underdog ADP and say, um, where's Jefferson? Noah? He's not ranking in the top five. But guess what, Noah? That's fantastic news because you're not with everybody else right now. You're with us, Noah. You're where Jefferson lives as a top five wide receiver. Not to mention it's a bold take, Noah. If you could, if you had to draft Jefferson in the top five, he'd go in the top like 14 overall. The good news, Noah, is he's ranking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight on underdog. Good lord. If Noah's done anything today, it's shed light on that the number 
one or two overall wide receiver is more undervalued than any of us thought on the ADP rank. Thank you, Noah, very much. Underdog Fantasy, go to smitty1.com and make a deposit at Underdog, and I'll give you a free phone call. All you got to do is go to smitty1.com. The pop-up window will take care of you and guide you to getting your free phone call. Do it. Bruce, you can usually get Clyde round three, though. That might change, Paco, with Akers getting taken out, bro. But 3.1. Oh, Noah. More more Noah. But, like, why even say Jefferson is going to be the number one wide receiver overall? That's just not happening. So, why is it not happening, Noah? Why? Because you said so? He's quiet. Did I say quietly? Didn't I say quietly by number one? I've got to own Diggs, who's my drafted number one wide receiver, but I quietly like Jefferson to be one or two. Like, Noah, why do you watch my channel? I'm predicting and trying to tell you what's about to happen, and every step of the way, you complain that my predicting is off base. I just don't understand what you see in me. I honestly don't. I, I know it's me. It's not you. It's me. So why 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 can't you quit me? Noah, why can't you quit me? He can't quit me. I want to know why. You disagree with everything I say, Noah. Why can't you quit me? 2QB, PPR, Superflex. I I trade James Robinson and 2023 second for Derek Carr? No. Just vomited in my mouth, bro. I don't care if it's super flex. You figure something else out, bro. Why are you so high on Dobbins? Alpha wants to know. Alpha, I love his ability. I love the fact that that he he has a top five running back skill set and they run a ton there. I know that some people consider that a downside that Lamar is going to vulture. Gus the bus is going to get a lot of work. They like J.K. a lot. He has a little bit of that 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 Drake risk I'm not gonna lie he feels very Drake like but he also feels very like JT potential and so you gotta weigh it out I don't like him in round two we're not overpaying for him we're buying him in a range where he's probably gonna get 1200 yards and seven to eight TDs in a bad year which will get you your value back so JK even though he he has a little bit of that Drake risk he does it's like top five or bust his bust is really still going to potentially earn his value back. Like a bust season for him will be like 1,200 total yards, 6 to 7 TDs, 25 receptions. He earns your third round-ish value, maybe fourth round value. So I like him a lot, but he has the upside to be a top five running back, which makes me really, really excited to draft him as my third, especially a late third drafted player. Good question, though. Makes sense to ask it. Carson or Monty? Give me, give me Monty, who finished number four for all running backs in fantasy football in 2020. And I know Nagy's calling plays. I know Damian Williams is there. Cohen's back. But Cohen was hurt last year. I'm not super worried about Cohen. Uh, Monty's hungry. Monty's got a chip on his shoulder. If you watch any video footage of Monty on the sidelines or in a practice, the dude has got a chip on his shoulder. He's so mad at how he's being mistreated in the fantasy football and NFL community circles and how he's not considered to be the number one running back in the league. It pisses him off. He's hungry. He's driven. And as even though I don't like Nagy, Nagy has said that he could see easily 20 carries a game. Monty at fourth round value, like top of the fourth. Very, very good value. 
it's baked. It's baked in. It's it's Monty the top of round four. It's baked in. It's baked in. Very, very easily. Smitty, pick two. JK, CEH, Najee. Give me Clyde. Give me Najee. JK's like literally a round later. I love JK though, but he is kind of like in that third round where Clyde and Najee both climb into round two, the bottom of round two with the injury to Akers. So I'm going to say pretty easy call. Clyde, Najee, then JK, but I love all of them. Baked in, boys. That's right, Spacula. Leonardo, it will be no better stack this year. I hope you're talking about Diggs and Josh Allen, broski. Taylor or JK and Judy. Taylor or JK and Judy. Give me, give me Taylor. I don't have all the context, but I'm going to say Taylor is a first-round pick to me. Um, I, I like JK a lot, but he is a third-round pick with the first-round upside, but you're taking him because of the risk in the third round. Judy, I love, but Taylor... On its face, Taylor, but you could you could sway me based on situation that I don't know. Robinson, 2023, second for Jalen Hurts, Dynasty Superflex. Thanks, Smitty. Thank you, Matt. Robinson, 2023, Hurt uh, for Jalen Hurts and Dynasty Superflex. Give me give me Hurts all day long. I assume you need a quarterback. I assume you don't have an A Rod and a Wilson, a Russell Wilson. So you need a quarterback. Hurts could be a top six quarterback. I know everybody loves to hate him. I know there is risk. There is a lot of risk. The risk lies with Philly. The the risk lies with Sirianni and how they have talked about him. But I do believe that Hertz's value will overcome all that potential obstacle type crap that's facing him because he doesn't have any competition. Hertz is going to run the ball. He could run for 600 or 700 yards on the ground. He could get seven or eight rushing touchdowns mixed with a pretty darn good passing attack that I think he will lead. I don't think he... He's like Cam Newton, but with the ability to throw. Like a poor man's version of Dak through the air. And the ability uh, to run like Cam Newton. It's it's absolute fire. D2W Stew with the Super Chat. It wouldn't be the same show without Negative Noah disagreeing with everything, thus affirming you're right when he does, Smitty. How about them Cowboys? That's true. Noah, you are appreciated around here. If anything, Noah, you are a barometer. You are our North Star. You're literally our South Star. So you help us go North. And so, Noah, for that reason, we love you. Noah is our South Star here on the show. Noah, this one's for you and D2W Stu making it clear that we do need you here and it's my bad forever saying anything about negative noah noah you are needed please continue to drop your anti-knowledge on the show so that we know which direction to go we love you noah we love you um how about them cowboys absolutely cowboys are going to win the division and they're going to have 10 plus wins. That is not a biased man talking. I'm not saying they're going to win the, the playoff. They're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they're going to win multiple playoff games. But the Dallas Cowboys will win 10 times at least in 2021. Because they will 10 times outscore their opponent. Because they're going to score so many points. Dak Prescott, if he stays healthy. I hope he keeps that, that ankle uh, healthy and right. Dak is going to throw for massive amounts of, of yards. And CeeDee Lamb season is about upon us. Jay Bro with the super chat. Who do you think will be better for Dynasty League in my flex quarterback spot to go with Josh Allen, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, or Zach Wilson? I'm going to say Trey Lance, 
you might have to wait a little bit on him. You could probably get Jimmy G pretty cheaply, or maybe you already own him, or he's on waivers, or you could trade for him very cheaply. But Lance and Jimmy would protect you in that spot, even though Jimmy G is not exciting as a quarterback, uh, too. Or if you have a flex that's really good, you can weather through waiting on Trey Lance. Trey Lance is probably the better option from a fantasy perspective, but I love Zach Wilson. I think he's going to be really, really good. If you want the now production and potentially as good a production as Trey Lance, like he literally could be as good. I really, really, really do believe Zach Wilson and Trey Lance are neck and neck. Um, I'd probably say if you need the now production, you're more worried about getting it now. Go Wilson. I'm not a big, huge Trey Fields or Justin Fields fan. I am a big Trey Lance and big Zach Wilson fan. I think Lawrence, Wilson, and, and uh, Trey Lance will all three be very, very, very good fantasy quarterbacks, whereas Fields will be, he'll be good, but not great. He'll be, I think, you can prove me wrong, too. Smitty, who's your college team? Go Irish. Graduated from Arizona State University twice. That is my alma mater times two. It's ASU, baby. It's Brandon Ayuk season. Let's go. Appreciate the super chat, bro. Uh, another one from Order. Order says, keep two in Superflex Dynasty. Mahomes, Herbert, or Murray. Other other would be traded. Um, so this is a great problem to have, Order. But you almost need to let the trade talks determine who you keep. Because Mahomes might get you the most. Or maybe no one wants to overpay. Herbert might not get you what he deserves to be uh, had for. So you might need to keep him. Kyler, I bet you could sell high. My guess is you're going to get more to trade for Herbs. Oh, I'm sorry, for Murray or Mahomes, and you're going to need to keep Herbert as one of your quarterbacks. So, depends what you can get. Can you get a Clyde Edwards-Alaire? Can you get a Najee Harris? Can you get a DK? Can you get a Ridley? Can you get a player like that? Can you get somebody like maybe J.K. Dobbins? Can you get, if you've got to go someone like Javante Williams, can you get him for Herbert and keep the other two quarterbacks? I don't know what you'll need to do. You'll need to poke around for a while, but you should have no problem in a super flex league finding a, a good enough talent. And order, I will tell you this, don't force a trade before week one. If you traded this in week three, what would it hurt you for two weeks? You would be without the talent for two weeks. You might even win week one and week two. Don't force it. Make sure you get the right deal. And remember, you can still trade in week one, in week two, in week three without much ramification at all. A lot of people force a trade before week one and it burns them because they thought they had to get it under the gun when it didn't even matter. Wait for the right deal. Great question. Thank you for the super chat. Chase, uh, Chase Pitts, Matty Ice. Um, Paco is probably answering somebody's question. I'm a little worried about Trevor Lawrence. I don't blame you because Urban Meyer is a little unpredictable and maybe this project fails and then Lawrence start resets or restarts a year or two, you know, year or two later. But I kind of believe Lawrence will ball eventually. I believe Lawrence will look much like him and Wilson will have much a season very much like Burroughs where it's like up and down. Starter worthy, sometimes not starter worthy. Other times you might even hit and miss and, and get frustrated. But at some point during the year, you will be like, this guy's got it. And even games where he, they do bad, you're going to be like, this guy's got it. Like Burrow would have a bad game because of his team and supporting cast. And you still walk out of the game going, Burrow still got it. I can tell. I can tell. Monty or Dobbins? Dobbins is a third round pick for me. Monty is a late third, early fourth. I like both of them, but 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 Dobbins I rank a significant amount of spots higher. 
exactly my concerns urban meyer well your concerns could be great but the cost for for lawrence isn't great anyway so i don't i don't know that there's much to worry about you know what i mean is it okay to go off adp a little bit knowing you won't get both unless you do this it's okay to go gibby round one and clyde round two um i don't mind that if you can get both of those players because in the end even if you reached a little bit on both of them you still have guys that i think are going to be running back ones i believe you can probably get away with you could almost get away with a trade that allows you to still get a first round talent with these two though so i don't hate gibby at the like you're talking like at 12 and then you take clyde at 13 it's high i don't know that i'd do it and I, I certainly don't know about Gibby at like seven and then Clyde later in the draft. I feel like you're you're able to trade into Gibby and Clyde and still get a Diggs or a DK or whatever. I don't know what you're working with here, Bruce, but it doesn't seem like the right the right placement for these players. I'm not saying they can't earn it, but I don't know how I'm feeling about how you would acquire that unless you had some weird draft picks that weren't coinciding with the, the actual draft order that you were given. So I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say defer that until I know more information. That doesn't seem right. Mike Davis or Javante Williams? Go Javante Williams. He could be a league winner. I love both. There's no reason you can't own both. Rock out. Higgins or Boyd? I go Higgins. Yo, Smitty Dobbins or Clyde? I like them both. I probably go Clyde a little bit ahead. Clyde maybe half a round before J.K. Dobbins but I don't mind owning both of them. Matt wants to know, I have the 1.1 and 1.2 in rookie draft. My running backs are Clyde and Henderson. No tight end. Do I go Pitts and Chase or do I go Chase and Najee? I myself go Najee and, and Chase if I'm you. Um, I try and trade back up into the, the five pick and get Javante Williams as well because I'm greedy or, or Pitts, but... but it, you can't go wrong going Najee or Chase and then going Pitts. You're not going to go wrong. These are three really, really good players, but I, I think I would go Najee and Chase if it was me, given what you've, you've, you've provided me. But trust your gut. You're the one that's got to play with us moving forward. And uh, I want to make sure you, you don't go off what I say. You help me guide you if you're on the fence about a topic. Don't overthink it. JK... Dobbins, six yards per carry, says Paco. Claypool or Juju? Uh, give me Claypool. I like Claypool better than Juju Smith-Schuster myself. I like Claypool better than Deontay Johnson myself. I know Deontay got peppered with targets last year, but he also dropped the football a lot, and he also was potentially, you could say, benched in name at one point during the year. And Claypool is more of the TD-absorbing type, the alpha dog on this team. And I think as Big Ben's arm deteriorates and goes away and it becomes more of a limp noodle every single week, you will see him throwing these errant passes up in the vicinity where a, a Chase Claypool can go up and get a football. And I think he'll be more of the, the red zone, end zone, goal line, touchdown target in Pittsburgh than Deontay. Deontay will have big games, but he'll have very inconsistent games. Deontay feels like the kind of guy that will eventually leave you hanging if you're trusting him at anything higher than like 
low-end wide receiver three value some people think Deontay could be a wide receiver one like a quiet wide receiver one I'm not about that I'd rather have Claypool straight up than Deontay Johnson I just don't trust him I'm all about Javante over Harris says Adam I don't want you to draft Javante over Harris because you don't need to but if you're predicting, I'm with you because I do think Javante will quietly be the number one rookie running back in 2021. This guy reminds me so much of Jonathan Taylor, the good version of Jonathan Taylor that pops into your head, not the one that waited a while to break out, not the one that fumbled the ball. He reminds me of the Jonathan Taylor we all kind of envision when we draft Jonathan Taylor number seven overall. Like Javante Williams could get to that level. You have to be careful. You have to be crafty. You have to be smart. Do not draft Javante Williams any higher than you have to. The blue button, Paco. Oh, Kurt. You have to draft Javante smartly. Claypool will take over as the alpha there. Watch. Agreed. Agreed. Mr. B. I agree. Better value in my redraft. Noah or Uncle Bud. Look, Uncle Bud comes with his baggage but at least Uncle Bud knows uh, <laughs> Noah. We'll go with Noah. Noah's our South Star. Noah's very important to this show. Where's Noah? Noah? Najee or Clyde? Um, you're drafting Najee ahead of Clyde, but I quietly like Clyde a little bit, a little bit better, to be honest with you. And like, if I had to, if there's no trading involved, you just told me, Smitty, you can only take the the guy that's gonna this, who's gonna outscore the other. You can draft one of them. You can't trade. You can't use any other factors. Who do you take? I probably would take Clyde, but don't tell anybody. Uh, Mixon, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, or Ridley. Uh, I'm gonna go Ridley, then Clyde, then Space, Space. Space Mixon. <laughs> no, no Mixon. No Mixon, bro. Adam with the super chat. Smitty, I, I wouldn't draft Javante that highly, but I feel like I can wait a little bit and get the better talent. Exactly. So instead of drafting Najee Harris, Adam, you're taking who? DK Metcalf, Ridley, Justin Jefferson, Someone like that, my broski. And then later on, as you're running back two, maybe you got maybe you got Zeke Elliott and you got DK. And then in round three, you're like, oh, there's Lamb. I'll take Lamb. Lammy boy. Throw Lammy boy on the roster. And then you're in round four and you're like, oh, I got to need a running back, don't I? No, you take Josh Allen and you flip everything upside down. Or maybe you take Diggs and you take, oh, you, you take Diggs and Gibson or whatever. And, and, and you pass on Harris because Javante Williams is going to be your running back too. That's what we're talking about, Adam. Brown. I like Brown. We'll see how good he, he, how much opportunity he gets. I do like Brown. I do like Brown a little bit. Guy wanted Lamb and I would get his, uh, get my, his 1.5 Shaking my head, told him to take a lap. I'll tell him to take a lap. Oh. Take a lap. Take a lap. Take a lap. Yeah, buddies. Terry or Cooper. Terry or Cooper. Uh, First of all, John's 
Cooper is hurt. He's still banged up. We don't even know if he'll be 100% week one. The answer is Terry. Scary Terry McLaurin has wide receiver one potential. You certainly want to draft him uh, as low as possible to get that advantage. Yeah, where is our North Star? Our South Star? Noah, where are you, Noah? Noah quit me. Did Noah quit me? Did Noah finally quit me? Right when we, we realized how important he was to the show. Right when, full circle, we realized Noah was the South Star. He might have quit me. Guy, oh, I already did that one. Scary Terry. boy. Ridley says Paco. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Where's Noah? 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 I don't know where Noah went. Ahoy, Noah. <laughs> Noah. We do miss Noah already, don't we? We can't go out. We we think we don't want him. We think we could deal with him without him, but we can't. We need Noah. Noah is our South Star. Good Lord. There might be no more important person in the show than Noah now that I think about it. Noah! Noah! It's like Wilson. It's like Wilson being gone and, and uh, Castaway. I'm devastated right now. I, I got mad at him, and now he's gone. Smitty, would you dare do zero running back this year? Yeah, I would. I've done it. I've done it. Free Noah! <laughs> I've done it. Hopefully one of the mods didn't. Sometimes the mods hit him. Hopefully Noah's not. Hey, if you're a mod and you accidentally silence Noah because I was yelling at him, that's not my intention. I want everybody to speak their mind on here. So I just want my mods to know I don't want anybody blocked or, you know, put in timeout because they're complaining or disagreeing or something. Like if you're being hateful or completely disruptive and rude, um, then... You know, that's one thing, but don't just because someone's like like Noah, like Noah gets a pass. So if you are a mod and you did that, let me know and I can undo it. But I just want to make sure we know what the cause is. I want to make sure Noah didn't go away. <laughs> uh do I dare do zero running back, Adam? That's a great question, young man. The answer to that question is yes, I've done it. Sometimes it backfires. I would venture to say that it backfires. 40% of the time, if not 50% of the time, based on flow of draft. So you go Diggs and Hopkins, and then you get crap at running back. And then I've done it before, bro, Where I, and I've even seen it on my show where it goes Diggs and Hopkins, and then you get J.K. Dobbins somehow falls, and then you get Monty or J.K. Dobbins and Javante Williams and still get Josh Allen somehow. I've even seen someone take... Kelsey and Mahomes at 12 and 13, bro. And and I forget who. If you're in here and that was you, speak up. Because it was amazing. He took Kelsey and Mahomes. It was one of the worst starts you could probably think of. Like, just off the top of your head. Like, what are you doing? And his team was amazing because of the flow of draft. He had a fantastic team. I ranked it number one out of all the teams. And it was a disastrous looking start. But the flow in drafting against the grain did something to where this team... I wish I remember what the exact roster was. It was absolute fire. His team was fire. And he went 
He went Kelsey and Mahomes in a 12 team at the 12 spot. It was a disaster start. We're like, what are you doing? And it worked out beautifully. So sometimes zero running back can work, but it can burn you a lot of the time. You have to be very, 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 very careful. Very, very careful. Um, and know that you, you're playing with a little bit of fire. Where's Noah? Smitty called the Aaron Rodgers plays weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be fun. No one's going to pat me on the back or give me a cookie, but, but big dog. I appreciate it, big dog. But yeah, people people are already moved on. <laughs> it's like, no one cares. Oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. We knew that. <laughs> people were freaking out, bro. People were freaking out. I tried to provide as much sanity even though I got a little bit carried away and 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 like crazy with it, I did I did yell a little bit. I did kind of lose my mind a little bit on it. I admit it. I admit it. Sometimes I go a little, I go a little haywire. Uh, I, I get I, I go live a lot, man. Sometimes I'm starved of sleep, and I think maybe I just kind of got excited about it in a way that was like amped, and I wasn't trying to like come out a, a weird way, but I was just I was just getting fed up with people. Feeding all of you a bunch of horse crap garbage about that situation. And I just got tired of it. And I, I lost it a little bit. And it made me made me go to town on like four videos in a row. And I just wanted you all to know that A-Rod was returning. And it was ridiculous. Cooper or Lamb? Come on, SHML. That, no, bro. Take a lap, take, take a lap. Take a lap, Coop. Take a lap, take, take, Coop, take I appreciate lap. you here. Or Coop. <laughs> SM, I called him Coop. S-H-M-L, Cooper or Lamb. Take a, take a lap, but take a good lap because, you know, that's, it's your first lap, I think. You're, how'd you find the channel, by the way, S-H-M-L? I'd love to know. We, we love that you're here. Um, Cooper or Lamb, Lamb. Easily Lamb, bro. Like, by a mile. Cooper's gonna start on the P-U-P list. Cooper's not fully healthy, bro. Lamb is the answer. It's Lamb season. Lamb's going to be a top five wide receiver, and Cooper's not. Cooper's going to be good, but I want to know how you found the channel, first of all, SHML. Second, don't take offense to the lap. We all take a lap when we first kind of get here, get to know the culture of the show. Think of it as a victory lap. You're part of the family. It's like getting lapped in. You get lapped into the the, the crew, bro. <laughs> What's up, Henry? Henry, where have you been? Henry, take a lap. Take a lap for being gone too long, Henry. Henry? Where have you been, Henry? Okay, the show is ending. You guys know the drill. If I get a super chat, I replay the music one more time. We're out of here. This is it. The show is over. Um, unless you super chat. Please hit the thumbs up on your way in the door. If you're new to the show, please comment when the show is over because... It starts off with zero comments. The live chat is there for the viewing, but the comments itself start off at zero. And I will always respond to every you know early day comment. Um, don't forget to get on over to smitty1.com and sign up for Underdog Fantasy. If you just go to smitty1.com, $10 deposit gets you a free phone call from yours truly, Smitty. I will call you up. Just screenshot that you did it. Go to smitty1.com. That banner will pop up immediately. Make a minimum $10 deposit to a new account. They'll match up to 25 bucks. It's the best way to play fantasy uh, DFS. Go to smitty1.com. The banner will pop immediately up for you and take care of it, take care of it from there. 
um, took a break from fantasy. Well, we're glad to have you back. I hope you took your lap and you're ready to go. Rock out. Good show. Thank you. Rock out. I appreciate you. Smitty, does Lamb's ADP move up now? Mr. B, Hard Knocks is going to ruin the ADP value of CeeDee Lamb. He's going to the moon. I would not shock me if people were taking him at the end of the second round, which is what I predicted back five months ago, and I got ripped to shreds for it. Do you know how many people threw hate and shade my way when I said CeeDee Lamb was the steal of the fourth round? Oh, what about Cooper? Too many mouths to feed. And then it became third round. Now it's going to come into the second round. Like, it's it's hard work being ahead of the curve. It's very lonely to be ahead of the curve. And then when people catch up, no one appreciates you. But people like Mr. B and Rock Out and D2W Stew and Paco and Kenny and Henry and Todd and all of you in here, uh, Ethan and Alpha, I hope as well. Appreciate all of you. See you the next mock draft, says Todd. Thoughts on A.J. Brown? Love him. I mean, the dynamic's going to be altered potentially in in Tennessee now, so we don't know exactly what to expect, but we do like him a lot. Do we not, people? We do. Uh, Lamb moving to the mid-second by the end of August. He could fall. People are, I think, getting worried about Julio. Julio's value is going up. In turn, Lamb, uh, A.J. Brown's value should go down. If you can get A.J. Brown at like 3.1, 3.2, that will be good. I believe A.J. Brown will continue to fall a little bit. Um, I got you with a sub. boy S-H-M-L. You want another lap just for fun, don't you? This is Just because it's your first time? Take a lap. Take, take a lap. You, there you go, bro. Take, take We're damn lap. glad to have you here. Okay, last play of the intro song or the outro song. Paco, appreciate you being here. Um, how did you find us, SHML? I don't know if you had said. Let me scroll up and look. How did you find us? Just searching on YouTube? Oh, Adam, I'm sorry. I just saw your super chat, bro. Smitty, make Noah a co-host. I don't know where Noah is. I don't know if one of my mods put him in timeout. I didn't ask him to do that. I love having our South Star Noah Moon on the show. Where did Noah go? Thoughts on Kamara? I'm not worried. He's going to get fed a ton. Defenses could try and focus on him, but you could say that, hey, Christian McCaffrey was in the same spot for years. It still kind of is. You know, DJ Moore is good, but he's not He's not doing, like, crazy things to detour away, uh, you know, defenses. So Kamara should be fine. He's utilized all over the place. Um Instagram, attaboy, S-H-M-L. I appreciate you, my man. And you guys, go follow me on Instagram. We do mock drafts. I'll be doing a... I might even do a mock draft later tonight on Instagram. So I'm going to look for you guys on Instagram right now. The Fantasy Football Show. Give me a follow over there. We're trying to get to 10K. And let me just see if you guys have followed. I'm going to shout out anybody that's new as a follower. Um, Let's see here. Steve, Mike, Quiet. Quiet Five. I don't know. Some of these usernames I can't even read. Uh, follow me real quick on Instagram. That way you don't miss out on the mock draft. My friend told me about it. Attaboy SHML. Do you like it so far? Do you like the show, bro? We like having you here. Noah went to CVS to get his fantasy football magazine to do his research, says Todd. I'm glad we know what happened to Noah. Henry, I follow. Attaboy Henry. 
Instagram. Let me let me refresh. I'm shouting out people that follow on IG. Mikey, uh, M. Carey, just followed. Marlon B. Just followed. Marlon, I'm glad to see you, my man. Smitty, we got the same phone. Uh, iPhone. I got well. I got two phones, bro. This is my HeySmitty.com phone. This is my iPhone. My HeySmitty.com phone is where you can text me, and I'm gonna put that on screen here if you guys want one-on-one unlimited text service, which I have right here. Watch, I'm going to message Mark Cleveland right now. I'm going to send Mark Cleveland a message right now. I'm going to say, where is he? Here we go. Hey, Mark Cleveland, I'm live on YouTube. The show hasn't ended yet, even though it's 4.07. And I'm I'm showing people how I text message my community on HeySmitty.com, my HeySmitty.com text service that you have. uh, Hey, let me redo that. (laughs) <laughs> hey Mark, this is <laughs> let's redo that. Hey Mark, it's a Smitty. This is my first message. I just want to say thank you for being a HeySmitty.com subscriber. This is live. I'm proving to people that I'm sending messages to my crew, my people that subscribe to HeySmitty.com. Appreciate you. <laughs> oh. 67 here, hit that thumbs up, says Derek. I haven't even left yet. I was supposed to leave. I haven't left yet. What's SH say? My friend told me about it. Do you like the show, bro? Spacula's laughing about something. Could you rank Ridley, DK, JJ, and AJB? Give me DK. Well, I like JJ quietly better, but I'm going to rank and draft him appropriately, right? DK, Ridley, or Ridley, DK, then JJ, then AJB. I actually draft Justin Jefferson ahead of AJ Brown right now. I don't play around with it. Nobody knows. Nobody puts Noah or true self south in a corner. Okay. Bruce, I follow Smitty's rules. Any more IG followers? The last two were Marlon and, and M. Carey. What's going on here? All right, I'm out of here. I appreciate all of you. I don't think I missed any super chats. Does anybody want in the door league too? Because if you want in the door league too, which is right here. I write your name on the door. I've got all these pillows from all the kids being in here. Um, if you if you want your name written on the door in permanent marker and you want to get in Door League 2, which will have some awesome prizes, I might make a Door League 2 and a Door League 3 and keep the, the, min, the amount of people to 40 per league. Door League 1 is full. Door League 1 is vying for that DK Metcalf jersey. Door League 2 will have some awesome prizes. We'll cap it at 40 people, and then I'll create Door League 3. If you want to be in these leagues, it is a $20 super chat. That's all it takes. And you can DM me on Instagram if you want to get in after the show ends, and I will respond to you. So DM me on Instagram if you want a spot in the Door League. The spots will go quick. I mean, we're going to talk about it all August, and when Door League 2 fills, we'll probably create a Door League 3. Um, But if you want in... DM me on IG. Later, everybody. Appreciate all of you. Peace out. Get on over to smitty1.com and click on the Underdog Fantasy banner. Deposit a minimum of 10 bucks, and I'll give you a free phone call. We'll talk draft, trade, whatever you want. Go to smitty1.com, click on the Underdog Fantasy banner, and make sure promo code Smitty's entered. Let's go.